Unified. Well, it is that time of the week where I come on the Basement Talk podcast and say how sorry I am and how stupid I am for a take that I made essentially, we'll call this now about nine, ten months ago, so to speak. What am I talking about? We'll get there in a minute. Welcome to the Basement Talk podcast. I'm Bert. That's Jake. Jake, what's up? How are we doing? Good, man. Good. It feels like a little bit since we did one of these. It has. It's been a while. Good to be back. Good to be back. But we, uh, I don't want to jump the gun on the programming alerts, but next week, it's my favorite Basement Talk podcast, anything of the year. It's the March Madness bracket. I mean, what what, yeah. what a better time. There are that. two shows of the year. No, sorry, three. There are three shows during the course of the year clockwork that i love mock draft before night one of the nfl draft yes week one mailbag and the march badness show those are my the, my three favorites hands down not even close yeah I, I i still haven't really made much of a decision on fantasy this year this is the most out i <laughs> I'm not there yet. I haven't even thought about who to draft in fantasy. I'm just not really interested in fantasy this year. I don't know wow. what it is. It just it's uh, last year was a really like it's not like I finished last in every league if that makes sense. It's just it's a lot of nonsense that happened last year where I'm just like it's really worth it. But I I'm sure I'll come around pretty soon. It's March. It's March. There there's there's still time. You'll get you'll get the fever in like July. Honestly, I think what I learned about fantasy is I get more excited for the actual draft, like to see my buddies from my high school that I that I really only see at the fantasy draft. And I think if I don't do it anymore, when are we going to get to see that? You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, believe me, there are there are people that I am in leagues with where I only see them like face to face or either on Zoom or group FaceTime or whatever once a year. Yeah, and it's it is, tough. It is during the draft. It's yeah, crazy. It, it it is absolutely crazy. Which is why which is which is why one of the nice things about how fantasy just seemingly brings people together. Until it tears them apart. Yeah. Yeah. So Dude. as teased by Mr. Sabum, the schedule is as follows for Next week, a big week on the Basement Talk Podcast family of podcasts. Tuesday, Jake and I, we will be doing a free agent preview that will be up and ready to roll. That'll be in your inboxes on Tuesday. Either Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know which yet. I, I'm shooting for Wednesday. Adam and I will be on for reaction to day one of free agency and then of course the bracket show jake and i we will be doing that we are planning on doing that hopefully on monday but the promise is that we will have the bracket show for you next week before the tournament starts you will have all the information ready to go you will have everything you need to hopefully win your bracket challenges that's what we're here for. We're here to win some money. That's the goal. That is that is most certainly the goal. So, 
What are we talking about? Facebook Talk Podcast. Well, it goes hand in hand with something that I, I'm going to bring up very shortly. We are going to be doing a, for the challenge fans out there, and we we have a few challenge fans that do, that do listen to this podcast. Those are great people. We will be fantasy booking a Rivals 3. That is the plan. Jake and I will be creating pairs. Not sure how many pairs we're actually going to do. I think we'll probably do maybe 12 12 pairs, so six guy pairs, six girl pairs, uh, and then probably and picking teams that would run a final and who and who would win. Because if we were to go, if we were to go the full enchilada and go thirty two teams, we that that is an entire episode all by Listen, itself. Listen, you're, you're you're guiding the ship here, man. That is an entire episode all by you, itself. You guide the ship and you let me know. And then, of course, we were going to be talking about the NBA, and that is where I, unfortunately, will have to eat some crow on several things. Several things. But so all I'm saying is the season is not over yet. No, <laughs> it is not. It is not. No. And there is, there is a lot to talk about. There is a reason why the NBA is our only real dedicated sports segment, because there is a lot to talk about with the NBA outside of just the Knicks and the Nets, which we will spend a ton of time talking about. There's a lot more that I do want to talk about, especially looking at the broader scales of both the Eastern and Western conferences. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But of course, where would we be in life without two things, Portland, Oregon, and Deep Sleeper? Jake, do you mind if I actually take Deep Sleeper first? Go ahead, bro. So Deep Sleeper, this goes in line with what we're doing at the end. The challenge, the world championship, it is finally out on Paramount. And Jake, there is a little surprise that I want to break to you on this show. It it better not be any type of spoiler. It, mm-hmm. Listen, bro, please. No, no please. it's not a spoiler. No, it's not. It's not a spoiler. It's Go ahead. Spoiler. I'm watching it tonight. Oh, we'll we'll have to be in constant communication. I I've watched both episodes. I'm not saying a word about the episode. Wait, the Nets play tonight though. Mid- you watch after the game tomorrow. Hey, watch after the game. Watch after yeah. the game, or you watch tomorrow. I have a contact of mine that happens to be friends with one tj lavin we need to get tj on the podcast i'm going to try and work that out wow i'm going to try and work that out that is like i i can't think of any bigger guest we could possibly get maybe emilio estevez outside of him (laughs) emilio estevez (laughs) that would be maybe maybe emilio estevez Maybe like the mayor of Portland. Yes, but I don't think he can measure to TJ. But Emilio Estevez, he's a rather big star as well. Yes, yeah, yes, he is. Yes, he is. So the the little surprise that I have for you and for our audience is that we may actually have a guest to this podcast soon enough. And it could be TJ Levin, which would just be. I proposed to you. We got to get some challengers on here. You did. You did say this. You did say this. And I was talking to this person. Um when I was watching last night, I was talking to them and he was like, yeah, you know that I'm, uh, I'm homies with TJ. Right. And I was like, um, no, I did not know this. And he was like, yeah, yeah I could, I could, I could introduce you guys. And, and maybe, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't honestly, <laughs> I don't know what I, what I would say. I think that there are, there are a handful of people on this planet that if I ever interviewed them, I would not know what I would say. I think TJ Lavin is up there as, one of the top. Yeah. Uh, he has to be. One of them. Definitely. One of them. So that that that's my that's my deep sleeper. The challenge world championships. Go watch it. 
TJ Lavin, unbelievable guy. Um, uh, just an incredible guy. Amen to that. Sensational. Uh, hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. I just want you to know. Take care of yourself. I'm sure we'll be seeing you again soon in the future. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be seeing you again soon in the near future. <laughs> like Just clockwork. like clockwork. <laughs> like fucking clockwork. <laughs> um, For oh, me, actually, honestly. Actually, I don't want to cut you off. There no, is one good. thing that I want to say about the challenge setup for this season. It's not spoiling anything. So you know how we have the multiple host thing, right? Yes, I, I heard about that, but I wasn't thrilled about that. So it's the host of – so the way they did it is the MVP team. They broke it up. It's an MVP and a legend. So the MVPs are from your spinoffs of the challenge. So you have the challenge Argentina, the challenge Australia, the challenge UK, and the challenge US. So the four hosts – are TJ, of course, great guy, love him. Then the host from UK, which is Mark Wright. The host from Australia, I forget her name. And the host from Argentina, I forget his name. Those just the four hosts. But through the first one and a half episodes, it has been all TJ. Like for the first nomination ceremony, TJ was there and nobody else was. You have to kick it off with TJ because he is the challenge. He, he yes, he is the challenge. Yes, great right. guy, amazing human being, love him. For me, a uh, deep sleeper would have to be make sure you check your tickets, folks. Make sure that there's no hidden benefits in your tickets because uh, me and my kid brother we went to the Nets game on Sunday against the Hornets, blew them out. Uh, it was a great game, but we get we get we get to the game. And the guy was like, I, you know, I show my ticket to the usher. We had nice, nice seats. Yeah. Um, you know, right, right. Almost. Uh, we were around like the foul line, if that makes sense. About like oh, wow. rows back right behind the back. Yeah. Yeah. Barclays isn't quite MSG. You can get a really nice seat there for an affordable oh, absolutely. rate. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I show, I show my ticket to the usher and he goes, you know, you get fooled with that, right? I'm like, come again. And he's like, yeah, all you have to do is just show your ticket to the concession stands and you could eat whenever you want or drink any non-alcoholic beverage you want all game. I'm like, what? <laughs> so yeah, on my ticket, it said BKLYN gold. And apparently whenever you're thirsty or you're hungry, you just go up to the, the vending, uh, the concession stand, scan your ticket. Everything's on the house. So, and I didn't even know I had it the whole time. If he, what? if this guy did, if this guy did not say that, I would not have known. That's insane. Insanity. Like, I, I thought he was screwing with me at first. I'm like, my brother's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, listen, I don't know how accurate this is. Like, I'm going to try and then I'll be ready to pay, you know? But so forgive yeah. me, forgive me for asking. Forgive me for asking. This is, this is a rude question. How much did you spend for the ticket? Dude, I spent 130 per ticket. That, okay. So you That's spent it. 130 a ticket. Then you spent for, did you train it or did you drive? Um, we, no, I'm not driving the Barclays center. We drove, okay. uh, not drove. Uh, we took the train, took the train. All right. So you spent probably, did you drink it all? No, nah, I, I had the supervisor, uh, you know, smart man, <laughs> smart man. So you spent all in 300 bucks. Yeah, I would say, but yeah, 
for dude, we were like right. We like we had good seats. I don't know if you saw my stories or whatnot, but I did. Yeah, Those we were, were nice right, seats. We were right behind the bench almost. Like it was, it was a, it, and it's an experience. He's only been to one game before, like a while ago. Yeah, it's a kind of like a delayed Christmas gift. Hey, you'll take. I'm sure. I'm sure your brother, great guy, great guy, loved the kid, had a wonderful time. And honestly, though, the man, I like you would be really surprised though to see how much food costs at the at at the Barclays Center. How much do you think? Two things of wings and two waters costs. Oh God, that's a, that's a sickening thought. I'll say fifty bucks. Yeah, it was fifty five, and that's then disgusting. And then on top of that, like it's not like the biggest thing. And we're like, since we had like the unlimited food, we were like, yo, like let's go get some like personal pizzas at halftime. You know what I'm saying? Like we're doing yeah. this up, like. Bro, exactly. honestly though, and then whenever we were thirsty, it's like, oh, let's go get a water, bro. For two waters, it was fifteen bucks. It was seven fifty a water. That's ridiculous. But that's what I'm saying though. We probably got more than what a ticket was worth just with concessions. So yeah, the concessions pay, and I didn't know this. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now, I wonder. I wonder, but like, did you get the ticket from like Ticketmaster, or did you get it? Uh, no, did you get it resale? Tick tick pick. I only buy for through tick pick. A good move. Tick good pick's move. the best. Tick pick sponsor us. I, I mean, <laughs> tick pick. No I, I only buy through them. Free advertising, but no fees. No fees on tick pick. No, it's awesome. No hidden fees. Nothing. You know, they they take like you could literally get tickets in less than thirty seconds. It's insane. That's. And and I I didn't know this, but I guess Where like, was it? I, I, I want to know if it was advertised. It might have like, been, and I just honestly yeah. may have just missed it. I'm curious now. Now I'm like I'm genuinely curious if it yeah. was like one of those where it was advertised or it was in like the fine print that it's like included with the ticket. You get the perks that go with it. It might because I was looking to go to a Yankee game with my buddies. Um. The second, I think it's like the first Saturday of the year, like like maybe like six of us were looking to go and we were looking at tickets. Of course, you know, people hesitate and we lose out on a good deal. And then in April, I was like, yo, these seats look great because it said in the ticket, like per like because this made me learn, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, it did say like access to the Pepsi lounge and, you know, some some other like club, you know what I'm saying? So it's freezing. Yeah. I wanted to maybe go inside at Yankee Stadium. Of course, people don't listen to me and that's out because somebody gobbled those up right away. Of course. Um, but yeah, check your tickets, folks. It's awfully important. Do you know what section you were in by chance? At Barclays Center? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Uh, one second. I screenshotted the ticket. I yeah, like, I'm, I, I, like, I'm genuinely curious. I want to see. Section six. Row, I'll, I'll screenshot you my ticket. I'll show you what it said. Sure. Okay. I, I, like, I'm literally on TickPick. I want to get, like, I want to see if. They have anything on this? I sent it to you. Look says... how look how it says B K L Y N Gold on the top. You see it? It's like Holy right next to the bar. Shit. Yeah. So that means that you get the food and the drinks. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. And it doesn't say anything on on the actual ticket. It was worth it, man, because concessions are a lot of freaking money, bro. It, it it's it's crazy. I mean, and I'm, I'm sure 
people listening to this will 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 agree with this. It's like, all right, you spend. Say you're going to a Yankee game. I'll use the Yankee game as a great example. You spend because you I mean baseball tickets. You know, for being honest with ourselves, outside of opening day, you go to a game in like April. You can get into Yankee Stadium for like twenty, thirty bucks just for the, just for the ticket, right? Yeah. You're then spending potentially quadruple that on other activities that you're doing. Like if you go to Billy's or if you don't go to Billy's and you're taking the subway and you're just going straight there and you're getting a beer at the game, getting a hot dog, getting what, what you know, whatever it may be, you could be spending more at the concessions than you are actually spending on the ticket. Yeah. And that's on the low ends. Like you could spend, you could spend 150 bucks for the ticket to go to a Ranger game at MSG. And if you're getting, you know, a meal, you're going to get a couple beers, you're probably spending close to 120, 130 just yeah. for your beers and just for your food. That's what I'm saying. So, bro, if I would have bought tickets that were like 50, 60 bucks, I would have spent the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Without a so doubt. I was, and I sat right near the bed. It was awesome. But the moral of the story is check, check your tickets. You never know. You never know. You could get lucky. Yeah. Jake, that was a fabulous segue. Let's talk about the NBA. What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with talking about the New York teams? Or do you actually want to start on a much broader scale? I have something that might tie into both those New York teams. Please, by all Just, means. I guess both, if you can do. I mean, yeah. listen, do you really do you think that the Brooklyn Nets miss dealing with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving no. after seeing how they are with their new teams? No. And seeing what they got in return? No. I, you know, the the Suns, Durant is going to be out for the rest of the regular season. Would it shock you to see the Suns go home in the first round of the playoffs if they run into the Warriors potentially, let's say? If they're running into the Warriors and you're telling me that it is a Suns team minus Kevin Durant? No. If uh, bro, even if Durant plays, you're going to tell two, play two games. I think they'll be a tough – if they go up against the Warriors, that's going to be a tough out regardless. Give me the Warriors, bro. I say with with KD, give me the Suns. But if there's no KD and it's just Paul Booker Aiton, that's oh, a watch. A, that's a, that's a really uh, tough no, series. If, if they don't have Kevin Durant, they're for sure going to lose. But bro, that's a tough. They've never played together. There's no. There's no acclimation period. No. No adjusting. It'll be Kevin Durant has to hit the fucking ground running. Yeah. And also and and would it really shock you to see the Mavericks be going to the playing tournament at this rate? No. Lost again last night. No. And what are they? Thir- I think they're 34 and 33. Yeah. One game. 34, 33, five and three and seven over the last 10. Since getting Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. They could they could very much be in that play in tournament. And if they're in the play in and I you know, the Thunder, we gotta take the Thunder for, for what they are. The four teams that are in the play in right now. Uh the Timberwolves, the Mavs, the Lakers, and the Pelicans. Thunder only one game out. I mean, that's that's a really tricky out because all those teams in that play in right now, and then if you include OKC in there. OKC could be a really tough out too, and not for nothing, you have the Trailblazers that are also in there with Damian Lillard that's scoring at will. 
Yeah, listen, I'm I'm not and Dallas traded a good amount of assets for a guy that is, let's face it, going to probably be on the Lakers next year. And will be a, he's the guy has been a disaster everywhere he's been mm-hmm. since winning a championship in Cleveland. Yep. So I don't know and, if it was I don't know if it was you that said it. It may have been, but somebody said that Kyrie Irving might be the best double agent on the face of the earth that could potentially get Luka Doncic to leave Dallas. I did. I th- I think that was you. I'm almost yeah. positive that was you. You you want to piss Luka off? Yeah. I mean, you've given him two co-stars of who I think is a good player by the way. I think it was just a poor fit. Is Kristaps Porzingis um and Kyrie Irving? That's the best you could do. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and Durant got hurt again last night. I mean, I love the guy, and I think he's, pr- when healthy, I think he is the best player in basketball. But has this guy played over 45 games? And he just, he's, and he's 35. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Is he supposed to not get hurt as he gets older? Right. It, it does. You don't, you don't become less injury prone as you get older. That's no, just... I mean, the, and listen, that floor was not wet last night. That man got hurt jumping. It's tough, man. And, and you see what Brooklyn got? I mean, do you really think that they miss dealing with those two guys? I don't think no, they do. No, I don't. And, you know, do you see, I don't want to segue into anything, but yeah, like I, those two guys, there is a real possibility that we see Kyrie and KD with their new teams not get past the first round of the playoffs this year. It's definitely a possibility. I, I And you and have one, one that may not get into the playoffs at all. That may, that might, that could be potentially one and done in the plan. I think the Suns will definitely get into the regular standard playoff formatting. Um, yes, yes, I do. Too. They won't. They won't be a playing team. But it's the Mavs. I w- would. you be shocked? No, I wouldn't be. And I think Luke is hurt now too, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I really. Let's don't. talk about the Grizzlies too. Yeah, I mean, we, let's look. We have, we have to talk about the Grizzlies. We have to talk about the whole John Morant situation. Um. Not pleasant. No. And, you know, you can – I think it's best if we uh, check the John Morant Monday morning quarterbacking at the door like, you know, some other people have definitely been. There have been a lot of people that have taken their cheap shots at, at John Morant and, you know, wanting to know where his head is and, and, and all of that. But for the Grizzlies in general, I mean, 50 games without John Morant, that, that, that's a situation. It is, but you know John Morant will be back in time for the playoffs. They're not going to the playoffs without John Morant. Um, no way. Come on. He's no, they're not they're not they're not playing they're not gonna say John Morant will see you again next year. No way. He'll probably be suspended for about another week or two and then rejoin the team after some type of sensitivity training. Sure. And I honestly just think John Morant's a young kid that may have just made a silly mistake and hopefully has learned from this. I think that uh, it's not necessarily like a toxic situation. I just think the kid is young. So we have to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt here, and hopefully he he learns from it. But the Grizzlies, yeah, it's, they should be fine heading into the playoffs. Just my whole thing with them is really a lack of co-star with, with John Morant. I mean, maybe if he had an adult next to him, he wouldn't even be behaving like this, if that makes sense. For instance, I thought they made a lot of sense for Kevin Durant. Honestly, I think the Grizzlies would have would have made if the Nets made it a bidding war. Definitely could have seen the Grizzlies get uberly aggressive. So I, I think they need like an adult next to John Morant. 
and it's not Steven Adams. No, no, it's not. They they need someone that can relate to to John Morant. And I know a lot of people were saying that they got to, you know, maybe do what the Nuggets did with Carmelo Anthony, how you have his team of advisors that are next to him and and uh, wellness coaches and and things like that. You don't want to you don't want to put that all on a young kid. I know it worked with with Carmelo Anthony. You just got to hope that John Morant's going to be able to work itself out. I do agree with you that he'll be back. I don't really see the Grizzlies falling all that far. I know they've uh, they, they've lost three in a row. They'll, they'll be a top four seed for sure. They got yeah. a nice cushion. Yeah, yeah, they'll be they'll be a top four seed right now. They are four games up on five games up. Excuse me, math. Somebody on was telling the me Warriors who are in who are in the five seed. Somebody brought up a really great point to me the other day, and I was like, "Wow, that's actually a really sneaky tidbit." Who would have thought that right now the best player from the 2019 NBA draft looks like Darius Garland? Not when me. The, who would have seen that coming? No, you know? no, not me. He looks. He probably looks like the best player as of right. I mean, as crazy as that sounds, you have Zion Hurt. Who yep. would have seen that coming? Everybody knew that was going to happen. Ja, doing his doing his, you know. Acting having out his, and having his situation, yeah. Having his situation. And then you have RJ who inconsistent. Inconsistent. I honestly I think Tom Thibodeau probably hates him. Oh, we'll we'll talk about the Knicks. We'll definitely we'll definitely talk about but the Knicks. Yeah, I mean Darius Garland. He's a player. He's a player. He's a player, and we'll be we'll be talking about the Cavs for sure, too, because obviously I don't think you can really talk about the Knicks anymore without talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we'll I think they are. You know that they're destined to see Donovan Mitchell in the first round of the playoffs. Well, it, it is shaping up to look like that, and you know that it will be. It'll be a good series. I think it's one that can go six or seven games. I do too. But honestly, I said this to uh, one of my buddies not too not too long ago. I think maybe the other day, but um, I was like, honestly, if I was a team, and me as a Nets fan, we're kind of in that situation. I'd rather play the Sixers than, than the Cavs. The Cavs have a lot of scoring. I don't think it's an outlandish take. You probably have Joel Embiid, who we've seen be a little banged up around the time the playoffs start every single year, and we know James Harden has had his demons in the playoffs in past years. I'm just saying, if I was a team, I think I would take my chances with the Sixers and the Cavs. The Cavs are really freaking good. They are good. They are really good. And we'll talk about the Eastern Conference in a minute, but there's one more thing that I do want to talk about in the Western Conference. How about the Sacramento Kings? 38 and 26. The second seed in the Western Conference right now. I tell you, the game, the game that they're going to play they tonight. Got mocked. You know, they got mocked for trading Tyrese Halliburton. They did. It kind of worked. I mean, Halliburton is awesome, though. I mean, he had like We've... 40 and 20. And he had like 40 points and 20 assists the other night. We've talked, we've talked about this, you and I. It seems to be one of the rare situations in the NBA where a trade actually works out to benefit both parties. In, in a way. In a way. I mean, I still think that the Pacers won that deal, but I, sure, I hear what you're you, saying. You could you could definitely say that, but is there any be, doubt? It won't be mocked anymore. No, no. Like I, I think the Kings knew what they needed. They needed a dominant big man in the middle, you know, the 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 bull in the china shop sort of thing, and that's what Sabonis brings to the table. But De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox is playing out of his mind. The Kings 
No, but nobody. We talk about nobody. the Knicks. We talk about the Knicks being the five seed in the East. Did anybody even have the Kings being? Maybe some people would have set the play in, but did anybody have them being a top six seed? No, not me. No, <laughs> not, not not me either. Not me either. They are an unbelievable story, and and good to them. Uh, the one thing though that I do want to bring up. The Nuggets, 46 and 20, up first seed in the Western Conference by seven games. I don't want to make it a bigger issue than it has to be, but Jake, all this all this nonsense that was caused by a certain show on ESPN regarding Nikola Jokic. Is that is that one of the most ridiculous takes that you've ever heard in your life? Yeah. Um, in my opinion, Nikola Jokic, I don't know how you can't vote for Nikola Jokic to be the MVP. I don't know how either. I you know yeah I don't I don't want to get into it but yeah no yeah no the Nuggets the Nuggets are unbelievable Nikola Jokic is unbelievable and my question would be if it's not Nikola Jokic to win the MVP who's winning the MVP and the answer is nobody else yeah I mean I guess you can make a case for Joel Embiid but it's just like look at the year Jokic is having like I don't know I it, I, I think it's pretty clear I think it honestly should be unanimous. it is historic upon historic year again for Nikola Jokic. And it's a regular season award, I would like to point out to people. The whole, oh, he wins it every year, but they don't go to the finals. Well, that's why we have playoff postseason MVP. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the regular season MVP. If you want to change it to whole season MVP, hold the voting until the the playoffs are over, you know? Correct. Ridiculous. People don't know what they're talking about 90% of the time. You'd be surprised. Uh, No, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. People... People don't really know what they're talking about. Ninety. They don't of the read time. like the fine print of things anymore. You know. You you don't when you were reading your ticket, but uh, thank goodness you did. Well, I didn't know what the terminology meant. <laughs> I saw that it said that. I was like, hmm. I thought maybe the gold was like, oh, like it's probably really nice, like seats. You know, like nice, nice, you know, Tempur-Pedic cushion. You get they, no. Oh, they did have nice Tempur-Pedic. They had the nice cushions, my man. Oh, bro, days. I'm sure. I'm sure your ass must have felt like you were sitting on a fucking cloud. Oh, it was all. We weren't. We weren't sitting there when they had KD and Kyrie on the team. So I'm. I'm glad. You know, I, I I miss Kevin Durant, but I'm not. I don't really miss Kyrie too much. But I'm all right. I'm living. Uh, I was gonna say you're, you're doing okay. I'm doing all right on all fronts without the men. <laughs> and those same seats at FSG would cost you probably seven times as much i would have to hand you my the keys to my car to to get to make a bid <laughs> speaking of msj let's go let's come to new york let's talk about uh the knicks and the nets uh jake who do you want to start off with you want to start with the nets or you want to start with start with the knicks let's start with the knicks okay um i need a minute i need to do something i'm good at this when i need to be I have a few apologies that I have to give out. So, as you know, as the listeners of this podcast know, I'm guilty of saying some things. Some things revolving around the New York Knicks that at the time was based on pure emotion and not thinking with my head and thinking logically. Jalen Brunson is unbelievable. It's been unbelievable. He is unbelievable. Now, I don't apologize for the jokes that we came up with on this podcast about how he was going to have a nice little lunch date, him and his dad, with Leon Rose. 
I I don't apologize for that. Those were funny jokes, and I stand by that. That was good shit. But they are unbelievable. And, and who knew that the only thing that the Knicks needed was a fucking point guard that could move the ball, that could be productive, and wasn't Alfred fucking Payton. Yeah, I think the Knicks have conquered step one to this, and that is become a solid playoff perennial. You know what I'm saying? Like I agree. You're in the playoffs. Like I agree. Now it's you. You can win it. The the ceiling is now the second round. I don't see how the Knicks can get out of the second round of the playoffs, and I don't think that's being. Come on, there's no. Um, They're not going to get past Boston. They're not going to get past Milwaukee. They're not going to get past. They might be able to get past Philly. In a seven-game series, I wouldn't feel great going up against either Boston or Milwaukee. I would. Uh, I think Philly's two, worse. Out of the two, we could probably beat Boston. Out of the brother, two, brother, but the you, two. but but we know you know this as well as anybody. Playoffs are a completely different animal. Absolutely, and we'll, we'll talk about the Celtics in a minute because there is a point that I want to make about the Celtics. I, they're, they're waiting for the moment, if that makes sense. One hundred. Okay, we can talk about it right now. The, but the Celtics I, are completely on cruise control. They don't give yeah. a shit. They're done with the regular with the regular season. They're but I, done. I, they're I just, just like waiting the, for the playoffs. I just want to add something though about the Knicks. Sure. The playoffs are a different animal. You know yep. what else happens in the playoffs? Stars come out to play. Yes, yes, they do. And we saw this with the Knicks. Two years ago, against the Hawks, mm-hmm. we thought it would be a, you know a series that goes seven. Both teams were very similar in the regular season, but what was the difference? The Hawks had that guy, Trey Young, and the Knicks didn't. Yes, that's correct. And, and that's not hating. And, and listen, I think the Knicks can absolutely beat the Cavs in a seven game because they're probably going to play the Cavs in all likelihood. Uh yes, yes, barring something totally unforeseen, unforeseen. where yes, the, the Nets leapfrog. It, it's I, between the Nets and the Knicks for who the, gets the five or the six, and and I and and I'm not you know I think the Knicks are better than the Nets. I don't even think that's much of a knock to the Nets. No, I no, do, I don't I, think it is. But anyway, I mean, I think it's remarkable what the Nets are doing at, based off everything they're doing, based yeah. off of everything they've been through. But mm-hmm. still, I mean, I think the Nets are only one game back in the loss column, yes. if I'm not yep. mistaken. So, yep, they're, but they're, I, they're I think level, the Knicks, their level on losses, they're two back. In terms of wins, but the Nets have two games in hand on the Knicks. You got to watch the uh, the loss column. That's what really matters in the standings. Does yep. that make sense? Yep. They both but, they both have twenty eight losses. Anyway, um, yeah. So I think though the Knicks will end up getting that five seed or maybe the four seed if they play really well. They'll play the Cavs, and that's going. I think that series is going seven. I don't see how it doesn't, and we'll see. I mean, can't can't you just and. I, and this isn't just me, me trying to poke fun, but just you being, and this is this this goes hand in hand being a Jets fan and even a Nets fan. You can't you just see Donovan Mitchell having like sixty in oh, like absolutely. game five or six listen, or something? You know, <laughs> listen with me. You know, Doomsday is always on my mind. It's like you that know, I I am an agent of chaos when I want to be. I pick and choose my spots. Imagine if they I had would- him pay exactly i would pay a significant amount of money for one night just to see what twitter would be like if donovan mitchell has a 60 bomb in the playoffs against the knicks at madison square garden yeah no yeah twitter would break and and let's just face it twitter is not a very stable place right now to begin with 
Twitter would actually break. No, you know, yeah, I hear you. But it's something that I could see coming, but it it remains to be seen. But imagine if the Knicks would have just said, here's RJ in the picks. They would have been, you know what I'm saying? Listen, and and people want to talk about it. I know I said it as well. This also goes into, into, you know, further in the apology. A backcourt where it's just... RJ Barrett clearly is not trusted to be a go-to guy for Tom Thibodeau. I think that's no, very they, obvious. They they play Emmanuel quickly over him, who's been very good, but he's been very good. RJ Barrett was third overall pick in the draft. It, it, exactly. Third overall pick in the draft that you just gave a max contract to. And oh, you, you paid. don't yeah, and you don't and you don't trust him enough to be that go-to Mariano Rivera like closer. And and you still have other closers on that on that team. You still have Julius Randle, who's been very, very good this year. That's a whole other conversation we'll have in a minute. And then, of course, uh, Jalen Brunson. Tom Thibodeau, I have to apologize to him. Leon Rose, I have to apologize to him. World Wide West, I have to apologize for him, to him. Even though I don't really know what World Wide West's job title is, I we apologize to him. Nobody seems to know what his job title is. He's just but now, but now it's collected about getting, check from the Knicks. Now it's about getting that star. Yes. That's the next step. And, yes. and if they have to get the star where it's coming from, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, and you can't – it can't be a guard, I don't think. It can't even be a full – maybe like a wing defender, but it can't even be like a power forward type, you know, like the, the uh, one we're guy, talking about Siakam. Uh, Siakam doesn't fit. No, Siakam doesn't fit unless you're trading Mitchell Robinson for him. No, but who's playing the five though? Like right, you, that's you're going to go that, that small. That's the problem. That's Unless the you problem. trade Julius Randle, like then Siakam fits. Well, okay. Um, well, does it is? I know the answer, but I want to hear. Better. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I think Siakam is better. I think the question is, how much better is Siakam? Ed, he's very I, good. Julius Randle's having a very good year. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Okay. No, I, like I said, I know the answer. Yeah. I know no, the no, answer. No, no, I hear you, but I just don't really see a world where you can play both of them. In an ideal world, I think Carl Towns is the guy for the Knicks, and I can see him being on a different team, but you have the Tom Thibodeau factor. Mm-hmm. Is Carl Anthony Towns just chomping at the bit to play for Tom Thibodeau again? I don't think so. That would be the guy, and then you had Trey Young. You can't have Young. I mean, you're going to play two guys that are 6'3"? <laughs> like. I, I have a feeling that the guy the Knicks are going to go and get is they're going to close on Levine. And that, the, that yeah. that's my reaction right there. Jake's reaction was I, one I'm of not, in horror. Yeah, that's that's my reaction. I'm not – I don't think that really moves – I think he's a nice player, but is he really moving the needle? Like, I no. don't know. No, he does. He, I he's think not Carl Towns would. Um, but Carl Towns would, yes, I could see them. I could honestly see them revisiting with Toronto for OG on and Obi this offseason if they can't really get that star. Yeah, but I could does, see he, it. does he move the needle either? He's an expiring contract, if that makes sense. So I can kind of see it. Maybe the Knicks don't extend him and they see how it goes for a year. Okay, sure. But no, he, he's not, he's not moving the needle now. Um, no, but, but then outside of that, who, who else is really. Like well, honestly, there. and you don't—I don't want to get you too excited. I can one hundred percent see Luka Doncic playing for the next one day. I can, I, see, I can it. see it. I can but see that's it. That's like really down the line. Yes, yes. I think he's got a couple of years until he even remotely considers yeah, hitting free Luka. agency. And Luka. what's it like in Dallas? Does he feel like he 
uh, is is happy with the with the Mavs? Is the, it, does he consider that move? And we have it, we're being very honest with ourselves. Luka Doncic becomes a free agent. They are going to be every team in the league is going to be contacting. Luka it, Doncic. It's it's going to be bigger than when LeBron was a free agent. One thousand percent. I think so. What but yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what the next do. Uh, you know, yeah, they they really have a specific need. I think they could use kind of a combo guard. They can use another center to upgrade for Mitchell Robinson. They could stretch the floor for them. Mm-hmm. But in terms of that ball centric floor general, they don't really need one. They have that. And Jalen Brunson is damn good. I think J- Jalen Brunson is a very, very, very good co-star. I mean, Dallas should have just re-signed him instead of getting Kyrie for what we sure. said. But it's tough to play with Luka. I don't want to get too off topic, but no, I think that it, had it something is, to do with it. No, it it's is tough to play, to play with Luka. With, to play with Luka, but I mean, the Knicks they're looking good. They're looking really, really, really good. And now let's talk about the Nets. I think Jock Vaughn has done an unbelievable job in yeah. stabilizing the fort. Uh, Cal Bridges is playing Unbelievable, average averaging thirty points a you know, night since the All Star break. <laughs> you know, there's a fine line between waiting your chance and waiting your turn, and you know, and then there's another between just being held back. And I think Phoenix was just in the damn way. I mean, I did not see this coming, <laughs> to say the least. And he has looked, and I don't, and I know that this is not on a consistent basis. I'm not trying to talk crazy, but it's supported by the numbers, he has put up the same production that Durant was giving them on a nightly basis. He's been that's, a 50-60-90 guy. That's true. I mean, who would have seen and he's And his contract, I can't think of a better contract in the NBA right now. It's damn good. $22 million. $22 million is nothing. It's nothing. nothing. So, I, I've been very, very pleased. Now, with, with the Nets, there is a longer-term dis- discussion to be had. The Nets sitting in the sixth seed, they're either going to be playing the Cavs or the 76ers, as we alluded to before. Do you think – I think the Nets have a better chance against the 76ers than maybe – Fully agree. I think yeah. back to that first game where the Sixers came to Barkley Center, Nets were a matchup nightmare for them. Speaking of the 76ers, this is something I wanted to bring up before, but before we talk about the longer-term picture, and I guess this this could actually be the segue into the long, longer-term Harden's picture. Harden's leaving Nets. the Sixers, if that's what you're going to ask. No, that's not what I was going to ask. I was actually going to ask you about what's the temperature like with Ben Simmons right now. Uh, ben Simmons is done. He's done. He he won't play again this year. Um, they, they have all these first-round picks now. It's funny. We went from having no picks to all these picks. <laughs> so, nice to have. It's nice to have. I really we we might look back at that Durant trade one day and be like, that might have been the best decision the Nets have made <laughs> like in a long time. Right. All those picks and, and Cam Johnson's been really damn good for the Nets too. Yes, right? he has. Very quietly. Yes. But anyway, back to Ben Simmons. They'll probably attach like a first round pick with him and take uh, he's done. He there Jock Vaughn's not a Ben Simmons guy. I think he has a lot of he needs to go to a place that has no expectation. He needs to Detroit. go to no, I think there might be expect. I think Kate Cunningham's really good, but who's the team like? The Wizards. I would say like Sacramento. Now the Wizards. They're like a playoff team. Like who are the worst teams in the league? The Rockets. Yeah, they might not. I think James Harden's going back there. Uh the Spurs. The Spurs are perfect for him. I, no I, one cares. I actually, I actually do kind of think Popovich. He, he's retiring. Mind. No. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I'm just saying, though, he needs like an irrelevant franchise right now to yes. where no one people forget who he is. He, he's he got a lot of problems upstairs. He's done. And I think they're only on the hook for him for another, I think, next year and then the year after. That's so correct. That's we should correct. be able to find someone that'll take him with some draft compensation. Or if they trade for a star, which I hope he's nice salary filler in any potential two or three team trade. Well, now that 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 good podcasting, Jake, this opens up the segue going down and talking about the potential star. And I think the star lines up perfectly for the Brooklyn Nets is Trey Young. Oh, my God, I would be. Wow. I th- and that's I the type of star we one. need. Yeah, we need a boss. We need we uh, we need a guy that like had the Knicks needed a point guard for all those yes. years. We, and I think Spencer Dinwiddie's done a fine job. He's playing a yeah, lot he's better. He's fine. He's he he's he is who he is, you know. Yeah. Um. And there's no reason why you you couldn't play him off the bench as, as a sixth man or even start him as a two guard. Like, agreed. There's nothing wrong with that. Agreed. 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 Um. But we need a we need a we need a guard that's yes. a star because Mikhail yes. Bridges he hit. I think he might even be better <laughs> if somebody else came to take some of the pressure off him on offense. I agree with because, you because you know he's been bringing the ball up a little bit lately too. But um. You know, he's off the ball. He does not need the ball in his hands. So if you get a guy that can bring the – because they're starting to blitz him because that's how well he's been playing. If you get a guy that can take doubles off of him, bro, forget it. And Trey Young's the perfect guy. I mean, honestly, I would say Young, um, but I would say like Dame Lillard too if he became available. He might be getting a little older. I don't want Carl Towns for the Nets. I No, I, I don't think – I actually think we're in, we're in a – funny position where the Knicks and the Nets have total opposite needs. Yeah, the Nets have a, a bevy of wings now. Yeah. Not by they'll probably move off of one or two of them though in the offseason. I can't imagine yeah. they're gonna keep the same cast. Um I really like Royce O'Neal though. I hope they don't move off of him. But no, I, I think I think it's possible that they move off of him. I know he's been he's been really good for them. Yes. He's been he really, has. really, really good for them. Uh, yeah, but I don't want Carl Towns. What the summer looks like for the Nets, because I think it's very fair to say that Josiah, Sean Marks, they got a lot of work to do, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be a big turnover. And again, we talked about this with with the with the Knicks. I think it now applies to the Nets in saying there is going to be a star that we are not talking about right now that is going to ask for out somewhere. Yeah, I think it's Trey Young. I do think it's Trey Young also, but I think there could be another guy Yeah, that we're not somebody... talking about or not even thinking of. Like, yeah, we talked about Brandon Ingram, but, like, I don't know if he's a star. Like, I don't when think I, Brandon Ingram like Brandon in my opinion, is a top-tier Trey Young-level star. Yes, like, I think, like, Zach Levine, to me, he he's not. Like, can he nope. make the all-star team? Yeah, he can if yeah. he's having a good year, but, like, Trey yeah, Young I, is a I don't, star. I also don't count DeRozan. He's a bit older. Vucevic, I don't I, really. I can, I can actually see the Knicks pursuing DeRozan. I can, too, and I don't think I would mind that all that much. No, that's not. That one's not bad. Vucevic, I don't know if I love that. No, he's definitely not a star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't love that. Um, I'm I'm just trying to think of, of I and mean, we we talk about this all the time when we have this conversation of who that star could be. I agree with you, bro. But I I just would like to say, man, I I with the Nets are really lucky that we lost Kevin Durant and we got back what we did. Like you know, he really wanted to go to one team. 
And you know, guy, I mean, look, go ask Oklahoma City what they got for Kevin yep. Durant when he left in when he left in his prime, you know? Yep. Ungat. So it's nice that we we have we have a player to build around. It's nice, you know. Is Kawhi Leonard appealing at all? I don't want him. No, 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 no. We want guys that play. I'm done with the whole. I'm done with. You all want that. guys to show up for work. And and the ultimate Iron Man is the guy we have. He's 300. And what? He doesn't miss. Yeah. I love. I really like Mikael Bridges. I I've been very pleasantly surprised, and I he shows up to work. You're right. That is an underrated quality of a star. What about what about the Nets potentially being in for a Siakam? Wouldn't hate it. Would okay. well, yeah, uh, that th- that one makes sense. He's good. He can stretch the floor next to he can play next to Claxton. Yeah, yeah, I I like that. You can slide him right in at the floor. Yeah, I like Nixon, Siakam. Knicks and Nets could be in for Siakam. I think the Knicks, Knicks and Nets yeah. potentially. You could you could make a case maybe. I don't know if I love it for the Knicks. I don't know how you would feel about it for the Nets about Bradley Beal. I would love Bradley Beal on the Nets. That's a good one. That's a good shot right there for both teams. I would love Bradley Beal. I would like a guy that I would either like a guy like Siakam that adds some size. Yeah, I think Siakam is the one is the one for both of us that yeah, makes, no, that for makes us, a lot of sense. No, no, for us, it's Trey Young. I mean, that oh, we need yeah, a guard yeah. for you guys. For you guys, top top of the list is is Trey Young. Yes, first and foremost, it is a playmaking guard. Yep, and Trey Young one that brings the ball up. every box. Yes. Three point shooting, check. Mid range, check. Elite ball mover, check. And then it would be like a Siakam, a guy that would add some size to our front lines, can stretch the floor. He could play next to Nick Claxton. I actually don't hate Chris Tapps Porzingis, too. I don't know how we'd pull that off. Maybe a sign and trade. I don't know. But that's like kind of like, yeah. Nah. <laughs> like, we're not exactly, you know, longing for Chris Tapps Porzingis, but I like the fit there. The, the fit makes sense. But yeah, Brooklyn, we're. It's fun to watch this team play. It started off really murky, like when we were losing to the Knicks. But people, like when we were losing to the Knicks, and we had that disaster in Chicago. But people needed to realize we had we had a whole new roster, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that Celtics game was a huge turning point for this group. I agree 100%. with you. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. Coming back from what was it 27, 27 down, twenty eight. I want to hear down. a funny story about that game. I know we we were crunched on time, but let me oh, tell you. Please. So it was a it was a Friday night. And I was sitting out here and I was watching the game. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn this game off soon. I'm going to take a shower. Tell my girlfriend we'll, we'll watch a movie. And I come back from the shower. And it's like right before halftime. I see like, I think it was like Dorian Finney-Smith. Like hit a buzzer beater for halftime. And I was like, shit, we're down by nine now? Wow, okay, it's a game. Hold on. <laughs> I'm like, Hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll start minute. the second half. I'm like Tatum, and I and I kept telling myself the whole second half, even though he took the lead. I'm like, ah, this is gonna be, this is gonna hurt. Tatum's gonna take this game over. And then I'm like, it, and then even in like the last two minutes, when Jock Vaughn took this stupid timeout, I mean, my God, the Celtics were getting ready to empty the bench, and he's like, timeout. I'm like, bro, what are you? I'm like, and then and then the, out of the timeout, the Celtics went on a four zero run. I'm like, this is this is how it ends. <laughs> I really did not think they were going to win that game until the clock struck zero. So that was, but that was a turning point though, because they've looked like you know. And granted, they played some two bad, they played two bad teams after that. But we were losing to teams like that all along. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what it looks like tonight against the Bucks. Uh, yeah, it's it seems to be that the Bucks are the class of the Eastern Conference. No Giannis tonight though. So yeah, no Giannis tonight is is is. We're resting guys too. It, it, yeah. 
it's rest. General rest day is what it is. Celtics not too far behind. It, they seem to be that that really does seem to be the collision course that we are heading towards is the Celtics and the Bucks in the Eastern Conference final. Uh, Jake, on paper right now, who do you like in that Eastern Conference final? Bucks or Celtics? Bucks. Yeah. With, with a healthy Chris Middleton, I might add. Yes, that is, that is a big caveat to this, is that if Chris Middleton is 100% back and firing on all cylinders, yeah, give me, give me the Bucks over the Celtics. That would be a, a hell of a series. Yep. Um, Let's just see. Anything else here? I mean, outside of – let me just look at the play-in teams right now. You got the Heat, the Hawks, the Raptors. Maybe and... that's a guy to ask out, by the way, Jimmy Butler. I don't know how interested I'm in, in, the, in him, though. I mean, I mean, hell, yeah, we could go down that that uh, that rabbit hole if the Heat do decide to tear it down. Does any of that core potentially interest a uh, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo? Uh, listen, I'm not a Tyler Hero guy. I know a lot of people are. That people think he's got drip and and whatever. I don't want that's any not, of them. That's not my thing. Yeah, I'm not. I I'm not a Tyler Hero guy. I don't know how you feel about him, Jake, but he's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, I don't want him. I don't want Perfect. any of them. Interesting. So you wouldn't be Bam. Butler, maybe Butler. Definitely not Bam. Hor- okay. Horrific fit for the Nets. Maybe Butler. I just. What what about what about uh, John Collins? Ugh. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought I remembered asking you this, and I, I didn't remember if you were a John Collins guy. No, I mean, I'm I didn't not think a John Collins guy. He's a highlight reel, no doubt, but no, no. What if you could pull What if you could pull off a deal with with Toronto? Where you get where, where you're some some way somehow and you make the salaries work where you're getting both Fred Van Vliet and Siakam. Well, Fred Van Vliet's expiring. That's true. The, that is true. So yeah, I, I consider that. That's true. But yeah, I mean, I like Siakam. I mean, that, that I don't think Van Van Vliet though is that much better than Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, he, Van Vliet's probably better, but by size a little bit margin. better. Yeah, I don't think there's much there's much of a difference there. No, so. I'm gonna have to. I'm probably gonna have to pass on that one because we probably would require about I don't know three first his round landing picks. Spot, his so. landing spots could be very interesting. Where where Fred VanVleet ends up? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, that one will be interesting. I knew that the Knicks liked him before Jalen Brunson. That they did. You know. Yeah, they did. They did like him a lot. I wonder. I wonder if. I wonder if maybe the Lakers decide to retool and maybe that's something that they that they go after, but with Such what salary? Disaster. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe Anthony Davis, if the Lakers try to trade him, maybe the Knicks want I could see the Knicks wanting him. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly what I wouldn't go. I wouldn't want him if I was a no, team. It, it it would have to be uh, I, I I honestly I don't even know what a package would be where I would just be like, okay, yeah, I I I, I would do that. But he went to Kentucky. It was true. He went to Kentucky, and that's a silver lining with, with everything in life. If you went to Kentucky, you have to be linked with the Knicks. It's just it's just a matter of fact. Yep. Yeah. All right, Jake. It's time. It is time to fantasy book our rivals three. So I'm going to get my pen and paper out because so are we so yeah, just a question on this. Sure. Are we like we're building teams of rivals or what we would like to see? What we, would, what we would like to see, yeah, we're we're calling we're calling this rivals three. We're building a cast, if that makes sense. Yeah, we're built. We're building a cast. We're building Got a it. cast. So we're going to do 
uh, six men's teams and then six all women teams. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so it's not. Yes, mul- it, it, not mixed. Not mixed. Okay, all right. That changes things because I was my first pick was going to be Johnny and Sarah, but that's not happening. <laughs> all right, so, that. All right, yeah. Okay. So can I can I present to you the first the first uh, pair that I have that I think would break television if we were to say it. Bananas and Wes. Absolutely, 100%. I think if Sarah Rice came back to the challenge in the same season with Bananas, it would do an absurd amount of numbers. I think so. I think so. But do we do we agree, Wes and Bananas? Yeah. Okay. Hands down. That, that would be awesome to see them fully working together. It, they would be... I think the reason why the challenge wouldn't do it is because in any situation where Wes and Bananas are working together, you have to expect them to at least get into the final and potentially win the whole damn thing. Yeah, but honestly, bro, I'm just kind of thinking about these two, like, gender pairs. There's really not a ton of rivals anymore on the challenge. Like, everybody's kind of cool with each other now. Does that make sense? Like even yeah, West and really bananas are cool. it really isn't anybody where it's like there's just, I have a theory there's about bad that. Blood. I I think the producers had a talk with everybody saying, "Listen, there's too much violence every se- like we're we're not we're tired sure. of sending people home. Like you guys need to figure this out. Does that make sense? Sure. I think so. I agree. Um. All right. So I guess now I have to pick. I we could we're just throwing names out there. Just throwing names out there. Like, I, I can give you a girl-girl pair that I was thinking of. I, I probably could, too. This this fits the rivals theme. Because we talk about there aren't many rivals or bad blood situations that go on in the challenge anymore. Laurel and Cara Maria. Yes. There's your bad – if you want your bad blood – I love blood, Laurel. Your bad blood rivalry team, there it is. Agreed. So do we Agreed. agree, Laurel and Carmaria? Yes. Okay. So I'll put that. I'll put that that pair down. I have an interesting one because sure. I don't know if they're friends or not, but I not actually. Oh no no no! This is a good one. We know they're not boys. You're gonna love this one, bro. Okay. Paulie and a great friend of ours, Kyle Christie. That that's an automatic. That's an automatic. Yep, that's an automatic entry. And you know what's funny is when I put down Laurel and Car Maria, the second I said Car Maria, I thought Paulie, I thought Kyle. I was like, that was another one that I was gonna bring. That's up. gotta be on the yeah. Has to be. Has to be. Has like, to I, be. I, that's just that that's perfect. That's yeah. absolutely perfect. Um now it just depends on if we're doing the doing this rivals, you know, sort of theme. Because if we wanted to do like a friendly girl girl pair. I think Casey and Nani would be a good one because, of course, oh, they're dating and all. I, I have a great springboard of that. Please. We have to go with Nelson and Corey. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. There's no better. I don't think there's better friends in challenge history than Nelson and Corey. Like, <laughs> uh, no, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Nelson is the, of all the people on the challenge. I would want Nelson to be my friend before anybody. Like sure. Nelson is the most loyal guy there ever was. Sure. I, I, I would stand by that. 
And you know we can't have a season of the challenge without Nelson. Of course not. He's on he is on everything. He won't miss a season. Everything. The man lives for the challenge. Yes, he does. Yes, he but does. But yes, Nelson and Corey are definitely a vote. So I have a I have another male male partnership that I want to present, but I have two options for this one. So Fessy. Oh, I hate him. I do too. But hear me out on this one. Fessy could be partnered with CT, and you just have an absolutely stupid combo of absolute brick shit house guys. I would or, hate to see that. Or you play off of the rivals thing. Fessy and Tori had a little thing after Tori ended things with Jordan. Do you put Fessy with Jordan? Yeah, I, I would because I don't think CT would be like fake nice to Fessy if that makes sense. I think CT generally does not like him. I agree with you. And like if CT isn't motivated, he. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we've seen CT not be motivated before. Agreed. And it's been early. So, yeah, let's go with Jordan and Fessy. Okay. So Fessy and Jordan. Even though very quietly, what's a good rivalry that got cut short was Hunter and Jordan. Very good shout. That's a deep cut and a very good shout. They did not get along. No, they did not. So with Fessy and Jordan, I now want to propose to you, we go for two of Jordan's gals on the same team, Naya and Tori. Ooh, I was going to go with Narice. Oh, okay. Potentially. Hmm. I like Narice better. I like yeah. Narice better. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay. Narice and Tori. Narice hmm. and Tori. So we have four guys teams. We have Wes, Wes and Bananas. Oh, I have a great gal rivalry. Go ahead. Please. Please go for it. How about... Amanda and Michelle. Yep. That's a great one. Yeah, it's a really good one. Very, very, very good shout. So we have Wes and Bananas, Paulie and Kyle, Nelson, Corey, Fessy, Jordan. Then for the gals, we have Laurel and Carmaria. We have Narice and Tori. And we have Amanda and Michelle. So we need three more girl, three more girl, girl teams and two more. Guy guy teams. I think for the girls, I want I, I am gonna put down Casey and Nani. Go ahead. Okay, so we'll put down Casey. That's a strong uh girl girl team, too. So Casey and Nani. All right, so we need two more for each. Ooh, for girls, I have a good one. Please. We can kind of go multiple ways with her. Could always pair Jenna and Kayla. Good. I mean, that's or easy. If you want to stick with the rivals theme, how about Kayla and our good friend Melissa? Both mm. got sent home on World of Worlds. I think it was two or three. I forgot which one. It was one of them. Two. Two, because I don't know. It was total madness where Melissa ran it prego. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Total madness um, when she ran the ran the final prego. We can go multiple ways with her. So 
I like going with, oh, man. Kayla and Melissa one's a really good shout. Oh, man. That's a tough one. We can go multiple ways. Yeah. What do you think? I'll I'll get I'll give you this one because I have one for the guys that I want to present to you. Go ahead. What's that so one? I'll, so for uh, the guys, I'll, I'll decide. I'll decide on on Kayla. Yeah, decide on Kayla. We have to go her and Jenna. Okay, so we'll go we'll go Kayla, whose name is spelled weird, and then Jenna. Okay, so for the guys, we are missing two very big competitors for the guys, and we would be remiss in our duties. If we did not put them in here, in my opinion, when you put all the challengers stacked, guys and girls, these two are in the top five challengers of all time. Interesting. Men- mentioned it before. Our good buddy CT. And the man who cannot talk game for shit. Darrell. Yeah, I was that's yeah, uh, dude, CT and Darrell. I would not bet against Darrell ever. Uh in a final. Dude, in a final, I will never bet against Darrell ever. The, the issue Darrell has nowadays is getting there. Yes. He cannot talk game to save his cuz Darrell does not pick a side. And he doesn't trust anybody. <laughs> No, Darrell does not trust anybody. The only time that I've ever seen Darrell trust anybody was with Amber B. That was it, but he kind yeah. of had to. Yeah, honestly, he kind of had to. That was his partner. Yes. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Darrell really work with anybody. So now, yeah. now we have to come up with one more. I have a good one for sure. the gals. Please. We can't have a season of the challenge without the ultimate vet of the challenge. The mom of the house. The mom of the house. We need Anissa in the house. Yep. Okay. I, I think Anissa and Veronica had a little beef going on, right? Sure. I remember back in the day. I think we have to get the vet in there. Uh, I, I'm I'm for it. We have to get Anissa in there. All right. So we'll go, we'll go Anissa and Veronica. And then we need we need one more for the guys. Oh wow. The guys there there are oh my god. There are so many that we could pick out. We we need we could go with Tony Time. I tell you what, man, the seat I don't know. Did I send you this tweet? That no, he had he was, somebody tweeted like the challenge is so de-. somebody tweeted at bananas like Johnny, the show is dead. They don't even show the bus rides anymore. They don't show any fights. They don't show any hookups, nothing. And Tony goes, he quoted the tweet. He goes, I know a guy that's famous for all three of those things and would love to come back. <laughs> that's that's true. But yeah, we could go Tony. We could go Hunter. So there are two names that I, that I think Tony and Hunter are very, very good shouts. Uh, Zach, I think, is a, also a terrific Big shout. T? Does she have any issues with anybody? A Big T? I always like really have issues with anybody because who doesn't love Big T? I know, yeah, I, I do like Big T. So Devin, he has he kind of have his had his issues with Josh, but a little bit. But do I really it. want? Do I really want that? Here, my do I really want Josh I ever? 
here are my two that I have down. We have Derek K. Derek Kosinski. want him. Who's won three finals. Oh, bro. No, no, no. We got to switch this up. I'm sorry. A, a great idea came to my head that completely blew our minds. Okay. We have to have... We got to switch Jordan's partner. Okay. Bro, we have to have Jordan and Turbo. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Turbo and J- Turbo having to work with anybody. That's a hell of a shout. That's or a bananas, hell of a shout. Loki. I think Turbo might hate bananas the most out of anybody. No, I I think so too. Turbo but Jordan, Jordan wasn't in the house yet, shout. though, when Turbo was in the Rider Dies. Because then we could flip this, and then with Turbo now with Jordan, we can go Fessy and Devin. Yeah, oh, they hate each other. Yes, that's the one. Yep, that's the dude, Turbo. <laughs> Turbo. Jake, that is an unbelievable call. Dude, that Turbo is an unbelievable call. So, for the guys, these are our six guy teams. Wes and Bananas, Paulie and Kyle, Nelson and Corey, Turbo and Jordan, CT and Darrell, Fessy and Devin. So now, out of those th- out of those six teams, we need three that are going to a final. Okay, we know Darrell and CT are going to a final. Yes, CT and Darrell are going to a final. Yeah, I agree. Wes and Bananas, I think, are going to a final. Uh, uh, hands down. Yes. Okay. So, well, uh, Wes and Bananas, they're in a final. So and now it's between Fessy and Devin, Turbo and Jordan, Nelson and Corey, Pauly and Kyle. I think we can cross Pauly and Kyle off. Dude, we can cross off Turbo and Jordan off the bro. Those two, really? they're gonna get kicked. They're gonna get kicked off. The dude, those two. <laughs> okay, Turbo, that's fair. They're gonna slug it Turbo's out. Turbo's gonna right, last. And also, like. You can't work with Turbo. No, you can't. You can't. That's interesting. If you could promise me that those two are going to keep their hands off each other and are actually going to work together, and Turbo anybody else. and Jordan would actually make a final. Yeah, but two Turbo is the most psychotic guy He's psychotic. I've ever seen in a challenge. Yes. So if we're including that into into frame, then you yes, have to. I'll, 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 then yeah, I'll cross and Turbo's Turbo political and game. No way. They'll keep going to elimination. So Turbo and Jordan are off the list. Paulie and Kyle, I think, are off the list, too. Yeah, I don't think they would make it. Sorry, Kyle. I love Kyle. Don't get me wrong. I love Kyle. Great. I guy. have my pick for this. I know you're going to say Nelly T and Corey. I think they're going to the fi- I don't think I think they're going to the final. I'll give it to you. I'll give I it to you. I think they're going. Because Fess, Fessy will find a way to get involved in something with Devin or uh, yeah. kill Devin, so I'll go. I'll go Nelson and Corey. I'll, I'll, I'll give. I'll give Nelson his. I'll give Nelson his uh, his flowers. So Nelson and Corey in a final. So we have yeah. Wes and Bananas, Nelson and Corey, CT and Darrell in a final. That's wow. That's an uh, that is an unreal final three. Final three teams. So before we pick the winners, let's do the ladies. We have Laurel and Cara Maria. Narice and Tori, Amanda and Michelle, Casey and Nani, Kayla and Jenna, Anissa and Veronica. I think the only one team that is a stone cold lock that would get to a final here is Laurel and Carmaria. Yeah, hands down. 100%. They are, they are absolutely in this final. 
I would put Casey and Nani in there too. More so because I think out of all the all the girls that are left, it's between Casey and Tori for me of who the best is. I think it's Casey. Yeah. And Nani yeah. also has the experience. Problem is she just doesn't win anything. I love Nani. But I know you do. She's she's not very good. No, she's, <laughs> like, not, she's not she's just not no like she's good enough to get to a final because everybody loves her in the house and they don't put her in for elimination well, i think part of it's because she's a layup like bro you 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 finished uh you finished uh the last season right i didn't see the reunion yet but yeah honestly another okay guy, all I, right so I, I could say this now spoiler alert she got to a fucking final of bananas and lost yeah how does that happen it doesn't happen or Darrell. i mean really Darrell is the one Sure, sure, and, and and like CT. I will say though, rise a riser of the challenge. I think Horacio is going to be a champ real soon. If they if they are going to bring him back, which I think they're going to, they have to bring him back. He's he's a beast. He is a beast. Unsurprised, I'm very surprised that he is. Also, I was like, wow, this kid's not going to last that long. I'm like, huh? He's got heart. He's, he's got, got heart. heart. He wears it on his sleeve. I, I respect them. Now, if he if he can get rid of the Laurel bug, then he's oh, I in love good Laurel. Laurel deserves a lot better. Oh, I I, Laurel, I, I know you. You're one Laurel, of the only human beings that I know. I'll go. I'll go to bat for Laurel. I, I'll go to bat for Laurel. She she has a big heart. She does. She, she does. has a big heart that it never gets reciprocated. So we need we need two more teams from the girls: Narice Tori, Amanda Michelle, Casey Nani, Kayla Jenna, Anissa Veronica. I, I'm taking Kayla and Jenna. Okay, I'll, I'm going to take Casey and Nani. I know. Dude, I wish Anissa had a better partner. If she didn't have Veronica, who's useless. But the problem like, is that who who has it, who has beef with Anissa? Well, Kara like, used to, but then she made it right. Exactly. Honestly, I would uh, – yeah. Nobody else it's, – it's, sorry, Anissa. Like, and, like, what sucks, what sucks about this, too, is that there are so many other girls that are in this, like – we left out Killa Cam. She doesn't really have an out, issue with we anybody. We left out Jenny. Ashley. A- Ashley, yes, but Ashley is canceled. Uh, D. Canceled. D canceled, exactly. Um, Camilla, canceled. Camilla, yeah. I could, I could see them bringing, I could, uh, maybe not. I wouldn't. Oh, I they wouldn't brought Turbo put, back. I wouldn't put down, um, like, Kellyanne. Kellyanne is just. Ooh, Kellyanne is is special. That's a special case. I remember her, yeah. So I think I I think we just go Casey, Nani, Kayla, Jenna, with you know Laurel and with Cara. Laurel and Cara. I hate Cara. Yes, I hate Cara Maria too, but she's she's very good at the challenge. You can't deny yeah, that. Unfortunately. So now we need winners. We'll start with the ladies: Laurel, Cara, Maria. Yeah, Casey and Nani, Kayla and Jenna. Yeah, Laurel's not going to lose with Car. Laurel and Car Maria. Yes, that is that is my winner. That is my winner as well. I think for the guys, there is much more of a debate to be had. Not at all. There really? is no way Darrell so. and CT are going to lose a final, bro. Against against Wes and Bananas, bro. Darrell has never lost a final, and I think the only time CT has ever lost a final. Is when he had to face Darrell. 
Or no, he lost against Jordan in Dirty Thirty. What am I talking about? Yeah, he but... lost against Jordan. He gets lost against Jordan in in Dirty Thirty. I think he's been to ten finals. I think he's I think he's won uh five of them. But still, bro, they're not beating. They're not beating CT. And CT is also a puzzle god too, on the lowest of keys. Wes is too. Yeah, but CT's better. CT is CT is, bro. CT CT and C, Darrell too. Oh, bro, CT's taking some stiffs like let's be honest bro amber b is not a challenge champion like she was carried there by she got very lucky to have ct as her partner i'm uh, fair but then then would you also say that casey's not a challenge champion because she i got think casey i think casey was ready to burn out in that final if casey was partner i wish that bro i i think casey was yeah dude if nani was partnered with ct in that final i think she would have won so Oh, this is this is like I don't I don't want to spoil this because you haven't seen it. Why it's an all stars or past yes. season? Yes. Oh, it's an all. I, I'm really not going to see challenge all stars. I don't think. But... Okay, good. So, I, so I can say this: Darrell goes to a final and loses an all stars. I believe it, but the all stars to yeah. me doesn't count. <laughs> according according to uh, Challenge Wikipedia, all-stars yeah, does count. But, but come on, man, like. That's kind of like a Mickey Mouse championship to win the Challenge All-Stars. So here here are the stats for Wes Bananas, C.T. Durrell. So in 14 seasons for Wes, Wes has gone to five finals, and he's won two of them. Durrell, in 10 seasons, has gone to five finals, and he's won four of them. Bananas, in 20 seasons, has gone to nine finals, and he's won seven of them. And CT, in 19 seasons, has gone to 10 finals and has won five of them. Yeah. So CT and Darrell are basically batting 750. Yeah, I like my odds with with CT and Darrell. All right, you know what? Yeah, I'll give it to you. I'll give it Come to you. Come on. I'll go see. Oh, uh, yeah, CT and Darrell. CT and Darrell win. And Jake, who's our host? Come on. Hosted by the one and only TJ Lavin. That was fun. We got to come up with more of these type of seasons. Yeah. Well, when you catch up, when you catch up on um on the world championships, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing our our reviews. So next week. Next week, we'll have we'll have a little time to talk about uh, the review, the review of episode now, one. How does this work? Two. Is it going to be one a week, or is it going to it's just one be? A week. It's one a week. Yeah, on Paramount Plus. On Paramount Plus. I, I'm in. I'll, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it pretty soon tonight. The uh, the season that premiered on Wednesday was was two episodes. It was two episodes. You get one elimination. Hmm. One elimination right off the rip. Um, they break off into teams. So the MVPs, any word on the next season of the actual challenge by any chance? Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can, if I could find something. Cause I would imagine if I know the way that the challenge does work, they'll be starting filming on it in, I would imagine the next couple of months. So 
season 39 has been reviewed, has been renewed, excuse me, by MTV. When are we not going through? The day we do not renew the challenge is is the saddest day of our lives, potentially. Uh, Yeah, it is. It is by far the biggest draw that MTV has. By, By far. By far. They'll be renewing it to, for years to come. As they should. The problem is that they're, they're, they're run out of ideas. I hated the whole agents thing. I hated that. Uh, it was so bad. And get we rid of those. Talk about you, this. It was so bad. Get rid of those uniforms, too. Let's throw it back to the old days. Yes. I really think we need a Rivals 3. Or Rivals yeah. 4, excuse me. What is it? Well, we, need- we just we just did. We just did a Rivals 3. We yeah, but we had the right here. We did, but dude, we need to. It's we let's let's be honest though. They'll never have the same. They'll never have the same genders. It'll always be. Yeah, one yeah of, it'll, it's, always, it'll, it'll always be guy be guy and gal. Hey, if they if they bring back Ashley, you could do Hunter and Ashley. Pay him a boatload dude, of money up front to do it, and they could do it with a nice big smile. How great would it be to have like Johnny there or like Sarah there, like alone? And like bring the other out. Oh my god! Or like well, just have Johnny there and have Sarah come out. Well, who was who was the one that that, that bananas was uh was dating for a while? Um, Morgan. Morgan. Yes. Yeah, that's not really the time. I don't want. That's like that's exes. Like, I, no. Sure. Sure. Dude, Sarah and and Johnny would kill bro. I was going to propose when we were doing like our ideal like. Like who we'd like to see. Imagine Wes and Sarah were partners. I'm pretty sure Wes is friends with Sarah too. Don't quote me on that. I believe so. I feel like they've been in an alliance before. I think they have. But we, you know what the challenge needs though? They really need to like offer some people like that they used to have to come back. If that makes sense. Like offer because they get paid every day. People still make money on the challenge. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you knew that. Yeah, they get paid. They get paid by the week. They get paid by the week. They need to be like, "Hey, Leroy, like here's here." Honestly, I don't really care about Leroy, but <laughs> yeah, no, Leroy. Leroy, he's a good guy and all, but but like they really he's need the biggest, to be like he's the biggest loser in the challenge. Yeah, because he would just always part. Like it's great to be in an alliance with bananas, but then you have to run against them. You have to be against them in the final potentially. Right. Like, right? They need and, and... they need to be like, "Hey, Hunter, like." Here's this. Like Ashley's gonna be on the season. We need some eyeballs. Like and, event- and eventually Leroy got into it. He got into it, had the alliance with uh with Paulie, and then you have to go against Paulie in a final. And but it's not like Paulie would, would would ever do anything seismic in a final anyway. And Corey needs to come back to the challenge too. We've missed Corey. It, I don't I, I see I, I don't miss, think I miss Corey. I don't think Corey's done. Because they still they still name drop him. All the time. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think Corey would retire when Nelson retires. I think they would go out together. I agree with you. They they, they they're gonna have their final send off season one day together. If the, if they were to do a season where they where they ran a final together and they finish one two in a final or something like that, where Corey Corey gets X, Nelson gets Y, they ride out to a sunset together. And, and you want you, a hot thank take? You for doing the challenge. You want a hot take? I think sure. Hunter would come back for their final season too. Sure. I think so. The challenge the challenge has to has to breed new stars though. Like Horatio. Horatio is a, is a really really good start. Fessy. You have you have like you have Bananas, you have Wes, you have CT for the guys. 
The but problem then is, that, though, the problem the is the Vets own the game, bro. The, the rookies can't because they're in elimination right. every week. Right. Who's who's that next big guy, though? They they, they clearly want it to be Fessy. But well, I think, well, if you want that idea, I remember what they did was they had the invasion of the champs. That was a good idea to get a new challenge champ, potentially get some exposure to the rookies. Sure. Sure. You know, you know, who's in, um, I don't know if, I don't know if I said, if I said this to you, but you know, who's in the world championships who I love. And I think he is an unbelievable competitor is Theo. Theo. Yeah, he's all right. And his, his, uh, his, his ex-female friend is also in the season, bro. Talented. Well, let me say this. There's no World Cup or whatever. Is there a UK team for the challenge? Yes, there is. There can't be a UK team for the challenge without Kyle. Well, it's it's a UK team that's based off of the challenge UK. So oh. Kyle Kyle wasn't on the challenge UK. So he, applied, he, was, he yeah. He came into he came into our homes. I could, yeah. Couldn't you just see a world World Cup scenario where everybody's playing with their respective countries, but for some odd reason, Kyle is competing for, for with Team US and the absolutely, vets? absolutely. Like Kyle, Kyle knows the national anthem. CT was competing with UK and That was so CT, funny. CT was an honorary uh, citizen of the United Kingdom, and they and the US had the audacity not to take CT. Bro, who, who in God's name did they did they take? They took over? Turbo. It was Turbo over CT. That was idiotic. But then, but to be fair, to be fair, that was like the first season where you could just kind of tell that CT showed up out of shape. He won. He won. No, he absolutely won the entire thing. But he showed up. He showed up out of shape. People he were big. like, "Oh, I don't know." I don't know if uh, if this is really going to be uh, the CT we all know and love. Bro. Bro. CT. Still won the final. CT won the freaking final. It was him, him, Jordan, him, Jordan, Rogan, and D, I think, was was who ended up winning War of the Worlds, too. Yeah. But they, they literally picked Turbo over CT. CT. I- like that, I don't know. that, that U.S. team with CT, with bananas, with Wes, with Jordan. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm pretty sure they had Nelson and Corey on that team too. So these were these were the guys. These were the guys for War of the Worlds too. It was CT, Jordan, Rogan, Pauly, Zach, Leroy, Josh, Joss, Theo, Turbo. Idris, Kyle, Bear, canceled. Bananas, Wes, and Sean. So know. Nelson or Corey wasn't on it. No, Nelson and Corey were not on it. Huh. A season what? of the challenge without Nelson? That doesn't happen. He wait, he missed the season of the challenge. He might have been filming X on the Beach, honestly, at that point, though, because I know that I been. knew that he was on that. Yeah, he and I'm been. pretty sure Corey might have been on that too, because I know that's where Corey met his soon-to-be wife on X on the Beach. Yeah, yeah, and she, she's talented. Corey, yeah. Corey's a lucky man. Yeah, Corey, Corey's had a lot of girlfriends over the years. Let me tell you, he's a player. He's a player. Hey, shooters got to shoot. Yeah. Hey, as the great one once said, "You miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take." 
as a I great really metaphor Josh. for life. I was just reminded now of how much Josh and Josh shouldn't have even been on that season because he was eliminated. If you don't remember, yes, and then somebody got Josh. hurt. Yeah, he shouldn't have even been there. He shouldn't have even been there. But that team, that American team, I think he's done. Team, by the way, who? I don't think Josh is coming back to the challenge. Joshua or Jossa? Oh, Joss, we haven't seen in a long time. He was a little weird. Yeah, Joss is Joss is a weird guy. Josh, Josh, I I think he's done. I don't think TJ wants him back. He's there for the drama, and the producers love him because he always there's always drama with Josh. Actual tears is what he like. Actually, waterworks. Waterworks. If you could bet, if you could bet. On a, a, if there was a daily fi- uh, challenge pool, will Josh cry in this episode? Yeah, it hits every time. It that hits season, every time. It hits that, every time. You'd be a multimillionaire. I think it was Total Madness, but that season where Devin would get under Josh's skin was so funny. It's awesome. And Devin would do it in a way where Josh would never go back at him for it. It would always be against somebody else. Devin, Devin is literally exactly like Wes. Like that's Devin, a protege. Devin is such a rat, but I love him. He he literally learned from Wes. Yes, he plays the same game as Wes. Yeah, they play the same but, exact game. Uh, listen, one last thing before we wrap up. I think sure. the producers told Devin, "Hey, part of the agreement to coming back to the challenge, you need to get along with Bananas. Like, you guys got to figure this out. Like, we're not going into another year of you. You know, that I I, I, can't I do think that." So. I th- I'm telling you, bro. There's a lot of people on there. They don't like each other. You can tell, but they can't. Ar- they can't. I think the producers are like, listen, or they don't show the fighting. I think that's also part of it. I think it might be part of it also. But then you also definitely see people that don't really like. You never really see bananas with Jordan. You never really see bananas with Tori. You never really see. Um, Never really saw Leroy with Wes. Yeah, well, he was on the opposite side of the turf war, but still, right? He was. On you, the know, opposite you always side see of the Kyle with war. every you. Oh, but you always see Kyle with everybody, but because Kyle, Kyle has a nice little place. If if one side of the coin is you know the the Western bunker and the other side of the coin is the Eastern bunker, where is Kyle? He is right in freaking no man's land. He loves Devin though. They they're boys. They are boys. They are boys. They'd be fun to go out with, bro. Just one maybe, night. Maybe that's one maybe night that's with Kyle next, and Devin. Maybe that's our next challenge segment. Who would you invite to your birthday party or something? Where do you want me to start? <laughs> we got we got to save that for a segment. Where do you, I mean, Where do you want me to start? And what would they be doing at said party? Yeah, we we have a lot of options. What roles would they be playing at said party? That is a big question that I have. Not Josh. Never Josh. Never Josh. Unless you want Josh to give some emotional speech that where there's and going cry. to guaranteed be tears, then yes, then maybe Josh would be invited. Yeah. Well, that is going to be it for this edition of the Basic Talk Podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe, leave a five-star review, tell us how much you love the program. Um, I mentioned this on Tuesday. I'm going to mention this again. Um, the mailbag is always open. Send in your send in any questions that you have at any time. We are doing mailbags once a month, so we will be doing a mailbag. I'm sure at the end of at the end of March, I believe I said that we would be doing a mailbag 
for the month of March, the week or so before Easter, I believe is what I said. And then we could probably, if if people are down and we get we get enough questions, Jake, if 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 you're down, would you consider would you consider doing a NFL draft mailbag? We could. I have to really finish up my rankings, though. This is the I this is the most. This is the most furthest behind. I don't even know if that's grammatically correct, but this is it, it's the furthest behind that you've ever been. It's not even close. Like last yeah. year, I was done my ranks before. Like I was done the week of the combine. Last year, last year, my ranks were solidified the first day of free agency. I still have one or two position groups to go. I have a, a lot, but I'll get there. Yeah, but that was also because I last year I didn't take the time off after the Super Bowl. This year I did. Yeah, no, I didn't last look, year the Jets were just so, you know, they had, they had the second, they had the, you know, the 10th pick in the draft. They had the fourth pick in the draft. They had two picks. In the, they had a lot of picks the yeah. last uh, two or three years. So I was a little bit more invested in it. Now, well. Now you may not have, you may not have a first round pick at all. We're, we're going to wait I, and see. Yeah, I think they probably will, but. P- the PTSD is kicking in. Uh, I'm, I'm just sure. going to leave it at that. Oh, for sure. So for Jake, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Baseball Talk Podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.